Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 38 of the Patriot Review. I'm your host, Jeff Wagner. I uh, have a big show for you today. Quite a few things to get to. Before that, however, I wanted to point you in the direction of our webpage, which is redbloodedpatriots.com. You can check it out. Um, I've added some more content here. Uh, you can now learn a little bit about a couple of our contributors that are, are active. Uh, Ron Boyd, who is our uh, historian and contributor, and then Captain Robert Firth, who will be joining me today uh, for the second part of the show, the second segment. Uh, good conversation with him, talking about all the issues that are happening, all the crazy issues. There's so much that you can actually choose from. Uh, it's almost overwhelming, quite honestly, going through the news, as I'm sure you're aware. But uh, today, we're going to just talk about truth. And we're going to focus on some of the larger issues and some of the some of the issues that or some of the events that really make you scratch your head and and uh, stand up and take notice and look at what the squatter and thief is doing, uh, what his administration is up to, and so on. So we're going to get to that. Um, but right now, I'm going to do just a short intro. We'll be right back because you know what today is day number, I have no idea, in the YouTube ban, which I'm still just as honored, so I usually bring that up. Um, if you're still watching YouTube, still going to Walmart, still going to the companies that are that are woke and that are funding this Marxist revolution, uh, you might want to rethink that. Talk about that a little bit about, a little bit about that on every uh, show introduction. Um, also, you'll notice the scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. If you use the code TPR, which stands for the Patriot Review, you can get up to 66% off right now at MyPillow.com. Um, I will have more on that as well later. Uh, so for right now, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome Frank Speech uh, watchers, viewers. We are not live yet on Frank Speech. Hope to be someday. So this is recorded. If you want to catch the show live, you can go over to Rumble and I live stream there and CloudHub uh, or Facebook. But eh, Facebook's getting a little iffy. I don't know how long I'll actually be on Facebook yet. So I'll have to wait and see how that goes. But also very quickly um, on the website, if you go up to the top, you can become a patron, sponsor the show for as little as $3 a month. That would be awesome. I'd like to be able to get a dedicated app. Right now, I have this app, which is a Wix Spaces app. That's the, the web provider. And the app is really cool. Um, it's not branded specifically right now, but I encourage you to get that as well because um, there's a there's a, a good community there. Uh, it's growing. I'd like to have more of you. Uh, we have a forum. We have blogs by both of these gentlemen. And uh, there's a lot there. So check that out if you haven't already. You can also sign up for a free membership, which gets you, uh, you know, more in, gets you access to the forum and stuff like that. So check that out. I hope to see you on the Patriot Review website and see you utilizing that. And that would be awesome. The more people, the better. traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. 
So every week for the past several weeks, I've been doing this 1984 um, spot called the Orwellian Zone. And what I do is I take a quote from the book. And sometimes the quotes are, you know, full paragraph. Uh, but this one today is just straightforward and simple. And that is down with Big Brother. And we see Big Brother raising their their heads. Um, at the same time, we see stories like this where uh, Joe Biden is, is seemingly not even knowing where he's at. And we have the same question for Joe as he has for us. We don't know what he's doing there. And we know he shouldn't be there. But but that's uh, that's where we're at right now today. So hopefully, uh, as Mike Lindell has said, the Supreme Court will be given the case uh, by Thanksgiving. Um, my hopes and beliefs are that we'll accept that case and then we'll see what happens from there. In the meantime, you know, this stuff continues. Um, this is something that I posted and it got removed. You can see what it is. It is the organization that uh, I'm a member of uh, that is uh, No Left Turn in Education. And, you know, there's absolutely nothing, there's absolutely nothing racist or, or discriminatory or, or, or any kind of anything except for truth that that link goes to. Yet, of course, you know, they're not going to show that kind of stuff. So um, because it's true and because they, they want their little uh, authoritarian tyranny to, to progress. So rather disturbing. So if this doesn't make your blood boil, now Merrick Garland, as you know, and this is kind of a blurry image, my apologies for that, but uh, so he writes this memo and this came five days after uh, the National School Board Association issued a, a letter to the administration saying, hey, let's call these parents that are standing up for their children and their education. Well, let's call them domestic terrorists and go after them. And so the FBI, uh, like a little lapdog, this Merritt Garland goes off and he he gives the direction that parents should be looked at and threats should be addressed as domestic terrorism. Now, the, there's, the threats are, what they're calling threats is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's it's uh, parents basically standing up for their kids and uh, a little outraged, as they should be, um, because of what they're seeing in, in some of the uh, class content, whether it's critical race theory or, uh, you know, has more to do with gender or sexuality, you know, as young as second grade or, or younger, where that stuff is popping up. So um, absolutely crazy. And I have a couple of videos I want to go through. Now, this one, the first one is a site we've been seeing more often, and that is a parent being uh, removed from the school board meeting. Growing more contentious. Attorney General Merrick Garland last week ordered the FBI to look into what he called a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members and other K-12 educators. That followed a request from the National School Board Association for an investigation of what it called threats against its members, likening actions by some parents to, quote, domestic terrorism. This is absolutely unacceptable in a modern
modern democracy for the Attorney General of the United States to sick the FBI on parents concerned about their children's education, to begin to classify them at the behest of the National School Board Association as domestic terrorists is the end. It's the final line. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Let's call it what it is. They are saying that moms are now domestic terrorists because we are standing up for our children. CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. Just coming off of May 31st, marking the 100 years of the Tulsa riots, it is sad that we are even contemplating something like critical race theory, where children will be separated by their skin color and deemed permanently oppressors or oppressed in 2021. Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Work my way through college. Sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You gonna tell me somebody that looks like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed and I'm not a victim. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. Sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT and we have had an assembly shut down because Duval County Public School System consultant thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. This is unacceptable. My child is five years old. All she should be thinking about is Barbie dolls and, and, and going to the pool with my wife and wrestling with her daddy. And I'm being told that you're gonna send, I'm gonna send my child to school and she's gonna be taught about the color of her skin. My five-year-old is being peddled transgender books in her library. Teenagers are being served pornography under the guise of young adult literature. Do something! Be a leader! Because if you know what, the citizens of this county deserve better. I don't know about you, but telling my child or any child that they are in a permanent oppressed status in America because they are black is racist. And saying that white people are automatically above me, my children, or any child is racist as well. My child is not oppressed, and don't assume that. As long as you Marxists push your unconstitutional agenda on my child, she will not be returning back to Loudoun County schools. You cannot tell me what is or is not racist. Look at me. I quit your policies, I quit your trainings, and I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. This is not something that we can stand for in our country. And don't take it from me, look at the writers of these types of uh, publications. Our ancestors, white, black, and others hung, bled, and died right alongside each other to push America towards that more perfect union. If this continues, we will look back and be responsible for the dismantling of the greatest country in the world by reverting to teaching hate and that race is a determining factor on where your destiny lies. Yes, yeah, so every one of those parents is right on. Um, a couple of things I'd like to say about that. I share their outrage, number one. Number two, uh, you know, uh, either the black children or, or the white uh, children, they both are being uh, discriminated against. The whole curriculum is racist itself. Uh, I would also point out, and there's a lot of hosts that talk about the moms, and, and the moms are obviously there on the front line, but one thing I want to say is the, look at that video is a great example. There's also dads stepping up, lots of dads stepping up. So let's be fair about that. There, there are plenty of men that are to the point now where they can't handle that that uh, that racist crap being pounded into their kids' heads, and they're standing up just as well. 
So united, I think the parents of America will take this issue down and uh, we're going to see some improvement. Uh, time will tell exactly how fast that comes, but I do think that we are seeing some headway. There are some decisions. Of course, uh, we're being fought by the unions and uh, and uh, by the left as, as well, the far left, the communists, the, the Marxists, as that one woman said, uh, trying to really change America in, in, in a complete fashion and attacking the culture. That's what this is really about. And they want to do that and have been doing that for years in academia by uh, lying about American history and really making people ashamed as they grow up to be Americans. So this is something that really is long overdue, addressing this and taking care of, of these things. Now, if you've been watching the news, you're probably aware that there was a, a hearing, a House committee, uh, where Merrick Garland was there and uh, was drilled. I got a little bit of that for you. Uh, first of all, Jim Jordan did an excellent job uh, with his with his, one of his uh, sections of time that he talked. I'm going to show that to you right now. His opening statement. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The chairman just said the Trump DOJ was political and went after their opponents. Are you kidding me? Three weeks ago, the National School Board Association writes President Biden asking him to involve the FBI in local school board matters. Five days later, the Attorney General of the United States does just that. Does exactly what a political organization asked to be done. Five days. We've sent Republicans on this committee have sent the Attorney General 13 letters in the last six months takes weeks and months to get a response. Eight of the letters, we've got nothing. They just gave us the finger, said, we're not gonna get back to you. And all our letters were actually sent to the Attorney General. Here's a letter sent to someone else asking for a specific thing to be done, and in five days, the Attorney General does it. Here's what the October 4th memo said. Quote, I'm directing the FBI to convene meetings with local leaders. These meetings will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting. Dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting. A snitch line on parents started five days after a left-wing political organization asked for it. That's not political. I don't know what is. Where's the dedicated lines of communication with local leaders regarding our southern border? Something that frankly is a federal matter. Where's the dedicated lines of communication on violent crime in our cities? Violent crime that has went up in every major urban area where Democrats have defunded the police. Nope, can't do that. Can't do that. The Biden Justice Department is going to go after parents who object to some racist hate America curriculum. Nope, can't focus on the southern border where 1.7 million illegal encounters have happened this year alone. A record. A record number. MS-13 can just waltz right across the border, but the Department of Justice, they're going to open up a snitch line on parents. Think about this. The same FBI that Mr. Garland is directing to open dedicated lines of communication for reporting on parents just a few years ago spied on four American citizens associated with President Trump's campaign. Clinton campaign hired Perkins Coie, who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele, who put a bunch of garbage together, gave it to the FBI. They used that as the basis to open up an investigation into a presidential campaign. Oh, and then there was Mr. Zussman. Mr. Zussman, who worked at Perkins Coie, the firm hired by the Clinton campaign, he cut out all the middlemen. He just said, I'm just going to go directly to the FBI, and not just anyone at the FBI. Who'd he go to? 
Jim Baker, the chief counsel at the FBI, handed him a bunch of false information, told him false information, and of course, he's been indicted by the special counsel. A few weeks ago, the IG at the Department of Justice released a report that found that the FBI made over 200 errors, omissions, and lies in just 29 randomly selected FISA applications. But don't worry, the Attorney General of the United States just put them in charge of a dedicated line of communication to report on parents who attend school board meetings. Mr. Chairman, Americans are afraid. For the first time during my years in public office, first time, I talk to the, the, the good folks I get the privilege of representing in the 4th District of Ohio, folks all around the country, they tell me for the first time they fear their government. And frankly, I think it's obviously why, obvious why. Every single liberty we enjoy under the First Amendment has been assaulted over the last year. Stop and think about it. Americans were told you couldn't go to church, couldn't go to work, couldn't go to school. Small business owners were told you're not an essential business. Close your doors, causing many of them to go bankrupt. We were given curfews, stay-at-home orders. Last fall in Ohio, you had to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, when you were in your home, you had to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you were in your home, you didn't have, a wear, have to wear a mask because you weren't allowed to have friends and family over. And of course, there's always a double standard with these folks. Folks who make the rules never seem to follow them. And now the Biden administration says, get a vaccine or lose your job. Even if you've had COVID and have natural immunity, get a vaccine or you will lose your job. Oh, I almost forgot. The Biden administration also wants another dedicated line of communication for reporting. They want a second snitch line. They want banks to report on every single transaction over $600 for every single American to the IRS. The IRS, that agency with its stellar record of customer service, the IRS, you know, the same IRS that targeted conservatives the last time Joe Biden was in the executive branch. Jefferson said once, tyranny is when the people fear the government. We're there. Sadly, we are there. But I don't think, I don't think the good people, I don't think the good people of this great country are going to cower and hide. I think your memo, Mr. Attorney General, was the last straw. I think it was the catalyst for a great awakening that is just getting started. Pilots at Southwest Airlines, the Chicago Police Union, parents at school board meetings, Americans are pushing back because Americans value freedom. A few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, Terry McAuliffe said this, I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. When government tells parents we're smarter than you, Americans aren't going to tolerate it. When the Attorney General of the United States sets up a snitch line on parents, Americans aren't going to tolerate it. I think they're going to stand up to this accelerated march to communism that we now see. America's going to fight the good fight. They're going to finish the course. They're going to keep the faith because Americans value freedom. Mr. Uh, Mr. Chairman, we have a video. And, uh, of course, the chairman, Mr. Chairman, the Penguin, would not let that video be seen. And that video was a video of parents speaking up. And that really tells you everything you need to know. Not only will they silence your speech on social media, they'll silence your speech in the chambers of Congress. And truth bomb number one is everything that Jim Jordan said there. You know, he was absolutely correct. I mean, what we're looking at right now, the truth is we are looking at a revolution uh, in progress right now, a revolution that 
the Biden administration is up to their earlobes in. And the truth is that they are installing uh, a tyrannical um, Marxist communist government, and it's becoming more and more evident, and they care less and less about how obvious it is. That is truth bomb number one. I have a little bit more video from those hearings, and uh, take a look at this. One example of a so-called terrorist incident was apparent, merely questioning whether school board members had earned their high school diplomas. Now, that might have been rude, but does that seem like an act of domestic terrorism that you or your Justice Department ought to be investigating? Absolutely not, and I want to be clear, the Justice Department uh, supports and defends the First Amendment right of parents to complain as vociferously as they wish. The Attorney General Miranda says that people have the First Amendment right to protest as vociferously as they wish. Meantime, the National School Boards Association is soliciting the expertise and resources of the U.S. Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. Secret Service, and its National Threat Assessment Center. I mean, it sounds like Al-Qaeda is at these school board meetings, not parents. Exactly. It's really sinister. And I think Jim Jordan again uh, nailed the question on, to Merrick Garland when um, he, Garland just could not answer whether um, the, whether, you know, he, he initially said, no, they weren't domestic terrorists, mums and dads. Um, but then why was he uh, employing the National Security Division of the Department of Justice to go after these school board meetings? You know, he said, uh, Merrick Garland said, no, um, you know, we're not going to be sending the FBI to these school board meetings. Um, but again, why are they employing the all the apparatus of the Department of Justice, which is used against domestic terrorism, which is meant to be Al Qaeda and uh, these these threats to to uh, you know to our life and limb, employing them against parents, just expressing their desire to control what is taught to their children, and they don't want critical race theory, etc. And you know it really is problematic. Um, about Merrick Garland's son-in-law uh, selling these curricula that the parents are objecting to. And, you know, if there is nothing untoward and we give him the benefit of the doubt that there isn't, he should go through some sort of ethics process to demonstrate to all the people that are calling his credibility into question that there is nothing wrong here. I mean, that's what you do. It's not just about not being unethical. It's about not giving the appearance of being unethical. And he, above everybody should know. You just get the impression that this is a man who really doesn't know what is going on in the Department of Justice. Now, fair enough, he's only been there perhaps a few months, maybe. Yeah, so, you know, why is it that um, even though there's more and more Americans waking up every day, you see more and more people speaking out every day, which is awesome. Sometimes I think we have a tendency not to really think through some of the stuff we're seeing and hearing. I mean, it, if you listen to these videos and, and watch the hearing and if you look at what's happening at the school board meetings and you look at the response, uh, it should be rather chilling to everybody, especially when it comes to comparing everyday Americans who are the parents of their children. Somehow these leftists think that people's children are theirs, which is something that is it's so... Hitler youthish that uh, 
that it's something that we have to address and make sure they understand. And I think what I'll do is I'll put the National School Board Association contact information in the description of the show, this episode. Uh, one thing, one caveat, please be respectful. Please send a message that's constructive. And that way, um, <laughs> number one, you won't be narked on. And that's the other thing about this. So, so somebody who's an ultra left winger or uh, communist, uh, here's something you say that you don't like. And now they're picking up the phone and they're calling on you and you're on the list. And all of a sudden, you know, you can't go on airplanes and the FBI's nosing into your business. I mean, this is this is straight out of 1984. This is straight big brother. And this is the stuff that people should be getting excited about and doing something about. And I'm not talking violence, of course. And it's even even sucks that I have to always specify that because, um, you know, that should be it used to be an adult conversation. You didn't have to say that people didn't take everything as if you were you were going to be violent. Um, but somehow today, especially if you're conservative, they like to put that label on you. So first of all, I refuse that. Um, but we do have to stand up. We do have to uh, join together, get this big brother stuff under control. And we do have to get get outraged a little bit. I mean, these, these people are calling you terrorists. They're calling us terrorists. And that is something that, you know, is just, just not acceptable. So I have a video. And this will emphasize the point, and I'll be right back after that. American 11, are you trying to call? The cockpit is not answering their phone. Our number one is in staff, and our five is in staff. Hey, I'm going to call from Washington. I have a situation with American 11, a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? The crap is erratic again. Problem is very erratic. Betty, talk to me. Eddie, are you there? Eddie? Eddie? What? It's 737. Hey, what? Like the world trade. Who are you talking to? Oh, God. Oh, my God. United 175, New York. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, two of them. Fuel, this is
Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. Bye. Five six eight six five. We have a, uh, I believe it is a uh, Boeing seven fifty seven. Can you see him up there, sir? That's concerned. Uh, it looks like he's rocking his wings. Roger. He's rocking back and forth. We're five six eight six five. I advise you stay away from that aircraft. Go north as fast as you can. United nine three. Have you got information on that yet? Yeah, he's down. He's down? Yes. When did he land? He did not land. Oh, he's down. Yes, yeah, somewhere up northeast of Camp David. So that, my friends, is what you're being compared to. Are you outraged yet? Here you have this who is sitting in his office in D.C. calling American citizens who are concerned about their kids' education terrorists. At the same time, this administration is allowing unvetted people from Afghanistan and known former members of uh, Al-Qaeda come into our country with child brides and then disappearing letting people come across the border the southern border in droves mandating things for American citizens why everybody well everybody else that comes in uh, doesn't have to follow those mandates yet we're the terrorists want to know who the terrorists is the terrorists are this administration they're the terrorists. They're the ones destroying this country. If you lived through that back then, you know, that is just, that is not even scratching the surface. You know, do you remember after the towers fell, the people out looking for at least a week for their loved ones, pinning up pictures of them, hoping that they would be alive? Do you remember that? Do you remember all of the people who responded and, and were brave and ended up losing their lives as well? You know, and let's take it in, let's take it further. So you go you go into the Boston Marathon and what happened there? Uh, it's just and there's other events as you all know, but it's just it blows my mind at how people kind of passively accept this language. That they're being labeled with. Now there are some people that are outraged. Great, but not enough. Not enough. You look at uh, you look at this piece of crap who sits and sits behind his desk, who is part of an administration that is destroying this country, and he thinks he has the right to step on people because they are taking charge of what their children are taught. This guy is a traitor. Most of this administration are traitors. Let's be real about that. That's the truth of it. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. 
So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Hello, Patriots. Would you like to become part of the Patriot Army? You can do so by going to our website and clicking on the Become a Patron button top left of the screen. You then can select your membership level. Also on our website, on the top right-hand side, you'll notice a Download Our App button. This app will enable you to keep in touch with the Patriot Review on a constant basis. You'll also be able to interact with our forum and chat with other members. We hope to see you there, and thank you for your support. sunshine it's time to kick ass and take names check out redbloodypatriots.com subscribe and join the growing community of patriots I'm Mike Lindell, and as you all know, I was brought cyber forensic evidence back on January 9th that 100% proves and validates everything that happened in the 2020 election. I promised everyone in February that I would do everything I could to get this evidence to the Supreme Court. Well, first I spent months validating this evidence. Then I had a cyber symposium in August of which all 50 states were represented. The evidence that was shown was proved to be from the 2020 November 3rd election. This manifested into many states reaching out and wanting their state audited and helping bring this to the Supreme Court. So now I'm promising this to you. This case will be presented to the Supreme Court before Thanksgiving. We have evidence that China was also involved in this historical crime against our country and whether you're a Democrat or Republican, it doesn't matter as we have to fix 2020 first and get rid of the machines or we lose our country and our freedoms forever. I believe that the nine Supreme Court justices who are there to protect our country will vote nine to zero to accept this case. Now you can help. I'm asking you to please sign this petition to encourage the Supreme Court to accept the bill of complaints brought by patriotic states to save our country. Thank you and God bless. Who said dad bods aren't sexy? 
honesty, all wrapped up in pure American patriotism and aging gracefully. It's the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey, we're back. Um, just a couple things in following up with the last segment. Uh, you notice that you have to connect the dots, right? So you've got um, you've got the critical race theory in the schools and the parents standing up uh, against that. Of course, we went through a whole summer of hell with Antifa attacking the foundation of America and, you know, claiming that those of us who believe in independence and individual liberty and uh, equal opportunity, you know, calling calling us the fascists while they attack people on the streets like brown shirts. And then you had BLM and you had them dividing based on race, uh, destroying destroying capitalism basically destroying people's shops destroying blocks attacking people killing people even uh so all these things are together and they're all as you know if you're if you're watching this you probably do know that uh there's so much stuff that's going on at the same time and it, and it's really all aimed at the same objective which is to destroy our country and to rebuild it into a communist corporatist fascist state um, and to do so on a worldwide basis. So it's going through the COVID stuff and you see all of the restrictions. You see other countries uh, have even more restrictions and, and they're more violent about it. Uh, you can thank our Second Amendment for that, by the way. Uh, so all this stuff is together. And I wanted to do a short, short part that I want to dedicate to... Uh, Black Americans who are are watching this, who are questioning, um, really what what can be done, who's really going to help them out, and uh, I want to show you a couple videos. So I'm going to do that and then be right back. Because we know Black lives really matter, but yet the Black Lives Matter Inc. they've distorted this message. So talk to us about how Black Lives Matter, Inc. has been so destructive in, in really distorting this message on, for the, Amer the black people. Yes, interestingly enough, uh, a couple of weeks before the 4th of July this, this year, I said on that extended weekend, there are going to be dozens of people shot in Chicago and many fatalities and it'll barely get any mention unless there's a white police officer who shoots an unarmed black person. And that would be the only case in which to them it mattered. They really don't care otherwise. And uh, why is it that the lives of black babies don't seem to matter, you know? <laughs> Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, made sure that those clinics were primarily in the communities of minorities. And she believed that it was prudent to get rid of certain individuals. She believed in eugenics. She was a hero in Nazi Germany, and she was the hero of Hillary Clinton. Isn't that interesting? And yet, if that was a conservative or a Republican, and Margaret Sanger was their hero, 
then there would be a major outcry on the basis of the, uh, of the news media. So why is it that there's such selective outrage in our society depending on who says something and who does something? You know, I remember uh, at HUD, uh, in the first uh, speech I gave, I said there were many immigrants who came here, including some maybe who didn't come voluntarily in the bottom of slave ships. And they said, how could you possibly refer to slaves as immigrants? And then they found multiple episodes where Barack Obama referred to them as immigrants also. Oh, then it's okay. Uh, such hypocrisy. And I think that's one of the reasons that the news media these days rates just a little bit below used car salesmen in terms of credibility. <laughs> but you, you bring up the news media and I would say the, you know, the left that are implementing these Marxist ideology in terms of the destruction of the nuclear family where it's really the government that's in charge of your life. How has this impacted the black community? Well, when you look at what the black community has been through, uh, go all the way back to slavery. It was the family, the strong family units, and the faith in God that got people through that. That got people through Jim Crow, through severe segregation, uh, through all the difficulties. But what really had a negative impact was when the government came along and said, there, there, you poor little thing. I'm going to take care of all your needs and started implementing policies that were destructive to family formation. Those are the things that have hurt the black community the most. And now you have those same people. You know, they claim that the party switched and that the Republicans became the Democrat because they don't want to admit what they did, but they're the same people. And the same people are now saying, let's defund the police. Well, when I was a kid growing up, I spent a lot of time in uh, the projects and in places where there was a lot of violence. The police were a very important part of keeping order. And if, in fact, you get rid of the police, who are the people who are going to be hurt the most? And you look in the cities that are run by radical left-wingers, what is going on in those cities? Drug addiction and murders, crime, poor education. You look at some of those cities, you have very few, maybe just a handful of people who graduate from high school who have any real proficiency in math and in the critical areas where they need to succeed. And then we have all of this talk about race. Everything comes back to race. How crazy is that? And I cannot buy into it because, first of all, I have tremendous faith in God. And what did he say? When you look in 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. And, and you know, think about that. Isn't that the same thing that Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about when he said people should be judged on the basis of their character and not on the color of their skin? Why would you judge somebody 
on the basis of something that they cannot control. Wouldn't it make more sense to talk about something that they do have control over, their character? Isn't that what we should be talking about in America? Dr. Carson nailed that right on. Now, he was being a little reserved when he talked about Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger came out and just stated that her objective was to eliminate black people. Uh, that was Hillary's, Hillary's idol. Imagine if you would, let's say, uh, John McCain versus Obama or Mitt Romney versus Obama, uh, two gentlemen who I think were probably more Democrats than Obama. Uh, but imagine if they had a mentor that they stated was a mentor and he was a former high-ranking KKK member. How do you think that would have played out? Well, that's what we have in the White House right now. We have Joe Biden, who has a mentor, had a mentor, uh, Robert Byrd, who was in Congress for decades, uh, who was a very high-ranking KKK member. It was odd to see nobody bring that up. It was odd to see, even more odd, to see Obama and other past presidents at Robert Byrd's funeral talking the guy up. Uh, because he never apologized for that, right? So an example of the hypocrisy that Dr. Carson was talking about. And, you know, the other thing, uh, if you follow uh, today's leading uh, thinkers, uh, especially uh, the black ones like Candace uh, Owens, you, you listen to her talk. Uh, I dug up a video from 2013 of another gentleman who switched parties. And I think that he worded it about the best that I've heard in one of his ads. And his, his name was uh, Albert Guillory, and he was in, uh, in Congress for the state of Louisiana. And I want to show you his, his video quick, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh. My name is Elbert Lee Guillory, and I'm the senator for the 24th district right here in beautiful Louisiana. Recently, I made what many are referring to as a bold decision to switch my party affiliation to the Republican Party. I wanted to take a moment to explain why I chose to become a Republican, and also to explain why I don't think it was a bold decision at all. It is the right decision not only for me, but for all my brothers and sisters in the black community. You see, in recent history, the Democrat Party has created the illusion that their agenda and their policies are what's best for black people. Somehow it's been forgotten that the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an abolitionist movement with one simple creed, that slavery is a violation of the rights of man. Frederick Douglass called Republicans the party of freedom and progress. And the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, the author of the Emancipation Proclamation. It was Republicans in Congress who authored the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, giving former slaves citizenship, voting rights, and due process of law. The Democrats, on the other hand, were the party of Jim Crow. It was Democrats who defended the rights of slave owners. It was the Republican President Dwight Eisenhower who championed the Civil Rights Act of 1957. But it was the Democrats in the Senate who filibustered the bill. You see, at the heart of liberalism is the idea that only a great and powerful big government can be the benefactor of social justice for all Americans. But the left is only concerned with one thing, control. 
and they disguise this control as charity. Programs such as welfare, food stamps, these programs aren't designed to lift black Americans out of poverty. They were always intended as a mechanism for politicians to control the black community. The idea that blacks, or anyone for that matter, need the government to get ahead in life is despicable. And even more important, this idea is a failure. Our communities are just as poor as they have always been. Our schools continue to fail children. Our prisons are filled with young black men who should be at home, being fathers. Our self-initiative and our self-reliance have been sacrificed in exchange for allegiance to our overseers who control us by making us dependent on them. Sometime I wonder if the word freedom is tossed around so frequently in our society that it has become a cliché. The idea of freedom is complex and it's all-encompassing. It's the idea that the economy must remain free of government persuasion. It's the idea that the press must operate without government intrusion. And it's the idea that the emails and phone records of Americans should remain free from government search and seizure. It's the idea that parents must be the decision makers in regards to their children's education, not some government bureaucrat. But most importantly, it is the idea that the individual must be free to pursue his or her own happiness, free from government dependence and free from government control. Because to be truly free is to be reliant on no one other than the author of our destiny. These are the ideas at the core of the Republican Party, and it is why I am a Republican. So my brothers and sisters of the American community, please join with me today in abandoning the government plantation and the party of disappointment, so that we may all echo the words of one Republican leader who famously said it, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last so well put and all i can say to that is amen we'll be right back you too can support the patriot review seriously why not you should help a guy out starting at three dollars a month that's not so bad now is it Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all Patriots, including Mike Lindell, in our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless.
Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hello, we're back. And I just want to talk about uh, that November 5th event. You can sign up after you become a member, and it's free to become a member, a guest member, uh, on the redbloodedpatriots.com website. That is the home for the Patriot Review. Again, it's redbloodedpatriots.com. And this is just a, a meet and greet, an open discussion, uh, 25 people max. Um, just kind of experiment, see how it goes. Hopefully... We get uh, we get we get the Patriots in there and get that that room full. So check that out, and you can sign up as I said on the website, and we'll be looking for that. So Albert Albert Guillory, I thought you know I watch that every every once in a while, just because it's so well done and it really does it really is truth. We're talking truth here. Truth bomb is the name of this this episode. We've seen the attacks. We've seen. Uh, some of the people that are standing uh, to defend us, like Jim Jordan. Um, I am going to actually hold over the interview with uh, Captain Robert Firth. Maybe I'll put out a Wednesday episode or something, um, but uh, that that's a full 50 minutes in itself. So in the interest of keeping this episode to around an hour, I'm going to do that. And don't miss it. It's a great interview. Uh, we talk about a lot of issues and Again, Robert is always a pleasure to talk to, and he has a lot of great experience. So, and you can read about him, uh, as I said here on the on the web page under our mission, TPR contributors. There's Robert right here, so you can you can check it out, uh, learn a little bit more about him, and then go to his website and visit. He's got some books for sale, and interesting guy, good guy to have on, good good to talk with. You'll enjoy that, and I'll I'll shoot for a Wednesday release for that that interview. Um, to wrap this up, though, what I wanted to talk about was uh, just people, patriots in general, it's time to get over your fears. The longer and further we go down this road, the harder it will be to stand up against it. So I hope that some of the examples that I showed you today have left you outraged, but in a good way, if there is such a thing. Uh, Motivated is a better word. When you're compared to the, the people who took down those buildings on 9-11 uh, and several of the other events that have happened since then, it should make your blood boil. It should also make your blood boil when you're told by uh, politicians and elected officials that it's not your right to decide how your children are educated when you are the people 
that pay for the schools, pay the salaries, and buy the curriculum. So hopefully this show did that. Hopefully it, motiv it motivated more people to take some actions. And those actions would be, of course, to attend your local meetings, school board, city council, county board, uh, whatever they may be, get involved and speak up. Uh, write, write your congressmen and women uh, and your senators and the Supreme Court, if you have to, and let them know what your, what your thoughts are, uh, constructively, of course. But um, more of us need to step up and do that, and I hope that you do, and I hope you'll come back and uh, watch us again. Now, if you'd like to please send me a short video of maybe 30 seconds to a minute or whatever, whatever you need, just describing uh, why you are standing up and fighting for America, why you're a patriot, what you love about America. It can really be anything like that. But uh, I like showing those clips, and you may even become part of a future documentary. Uh, you saw the ad for Freedom Waning, a Patreon uh, subscription had an early release of September 1st. It is coming out, though, for the public on November 1st. And I would love to know what people think of it. Obviously, I'm just a, uh, one, one person who put this thing together with the help of some really wonderful people. And the contributors to it were excellent. So I hope you, you watch that when that comes out. And the other one, High Treason, is something that really is in... Uh, concept development right now and then believe it or not I have a third one in line uh, but of course we'll wait down the road to, to talk about that one so hopefully uh, you check out the documentary and look forward to high treason the next documentary and please do go to our web page and sign up as a as a guest uh, you can do that by pressing the, the uh, login icon there and like I said, there's a guest membership that's free. There is an app that you can get called Spaces. It's a Wix app, and then there's a code. If you go through the, the link there on the website, you'll be able to install it, and and uh, you'll be right in the Patriot Review uh, app. So check that out. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Patriot Review.